You tweeted, you mean it. You tweeted, you mean it. You tweeted, you mean it. So don't try to get out of it. You tweeted, you mean it. Oh god, the Rada, he tweeted, he mean it. Oh, what is this? The Rada, she tweeted, she mean it. Hanusis, the Petro version, tweeted and minted. We got Oshun, the Santeria, tweeted, meaned it. So don't try to get out of it. Oh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. You tweeted, wait it. So don't try to get out of it. to another episode if you tweeted you meaned it with your host lord byron also known as black rocker on twitter aka lord black rocker on instagram i'm not just me.com <laughs> trying to think if i had any other names to drop i think that's it instagram twitter uh, Facebook is Byron Broussard. I'm not just me. Is the website you find all of that shit in one place, in the one place, like the, the slave and the master together on the one shelf, you know. Big uh, the, the king and the pawn go in the same box. That's like a line that's in too many movies. How many movies is too many movies? God damn. Like we can't get a better analogy, like a. Better chess thing going on. I've got the New Orleans Voodoo Tarot deck with me. We just flipped Satori number 17, I'm gonna say. Looks like the universe, but it's probably not corresponding to the universe. 
But who do I know? You know what I'm saying? Who do I know? <laughs> That's what's fun about these tarot cards, you know? We talked about truth last episode. This episode still don't got a grasp on it. But what I do got a grasp on is like a personal thing that I'm going through. Where I'm like, I mentioned it on the last podcast. So maybe that's how I got a finger on the issue going on with the knowledge that I'm learning. Like trying not to pick up the... Uh, the goal, not the goal, the, the meaning, uh, what did I, I phrased it some way last time, I wish last time was last week, but I think I waited more than a week to record this, who cares, this is episode 63, um, what are we gonna name this one, what are we gonna name this one? Tick-tock, 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 tick-tock. Episode 63, Tick-tock. There we go. That's the name of it. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Don't forget the end of the show. This is called Episode 63, Tick-tock. And that's a little uh, mnemonic thing for me. (laughs) That is not what that's called. Truth is fun, right? Right? I mean, like, cool, right? I mean, yeah. So I'm learning truth from a person, but like I also see what their their goal is, you know, like they're they're striving for a goal. And then when you're learning truth from a person, it's hard not to pick up the goal too, pick up the goal with it. But then like watching all these these movies and television shows, I'm reminded that the goals are goalless, uh, pointless. But like. Maybe not. I mean, maybe not. I did, like, a listen to a bunch of shit. I'm just saying that I heard from multiple places without trying to name the multiple places because each one's going to lead into a tangent. And then, like, I won't finish the rest of my story because I'll just be, like, on a tangent instead of saying that I've been hearing around that maybe uh should relax there we go that's an easy way to put it maybe i should relax with the whole truth thing i mean not relax relax as in stop learning about truth but more like relaxes and practice with it you know like learn it before you try to practice or or like learn it before you put the the meaning into the practice, meaning into the what? A, how do we put this? Learn it before you give it value. There we go. Perfect. Don't give it so much value. Just learn it first, and then you can put your own value on it. Is what I'm hearing from myself. We're gonna. Flip another card to get me off track, and then we'll try to jump back in a track at some other place. We get Shilabo Nuvadani. Shilibo 
no va vu no va vu dami. It's a Congo, it's number six. It's a lady and uh, some type of water, throwing water around. She's got fire on her hands. Looks like she's creating her own emotional tranquility. The fire was like creation. This is a Congo. Congo's the water. Water's emotions and shit. So that's pretty cool. Creating your own, uh, create how you feel about it. Which is like what I was saying is like make your own value, make your own emotional attachments. <sighs> so like the goal of people <laughs> is something cool. And like I mentioned already, I'm trying to give space for other people's attainments. But that's not the main agenda of the agendas. People have agendas. That's the perfect word. Uh, I was probably searching for that word. You notice people's agenda. And you don't want to get caught up in an agenda. Because it's like, that's not my agenda. But my agenda is to learn the truth. Not to use the truth in order to you know, uplift humanity. <laughs> Excuse me. Which happens to be the agenda of at least one person. Most people don't seem like they have that agenda at all. Honestly. Like, they might think they want to uplift humanity, but they ain't doing, like, the shit that, that other people are doing to uplift humanity. Like this dude on YouTube, he's doing like all the can to uplift humanity, including handing out the truth. Open source spirituality, nigga. Look it up. It's open source spirituality, bro. It's so free. You can study whatever you want, man. But like, I was watching Ash versus Evil Dead, which is a show I want to plug because it's real good. It's a real cool show, and it makes me feel like funny about trying to pronounce these cards. Because if you've seen Ash vs. Evil Dead, the thing is like they had the Necronomicon book. And like anytime somebody reads from it, some like crazy shit happens. So it's fun to like flip a card now and be like, oh, Mambo the Petro. She's a black lady who's got a snake between her legs and she's holding it. Snake looks like it's kissing her. What's this uh, snake? I say it's Kundalini, but it's like a snakes a bunch of things apparently learning truth and shit but anyway snakes a good power for creation she's got that shit in her hands this is a mambo it doesn't have a number so it's probably one of the high cards or whatever crypt creation the petro I don't know what's going on creating truth and shit creating entities like Ash vs. Evil Dead, 
That shit was cool, is cool. I'm on season two, and like season one ends with Ash having a choice on whether to go to Jacksonville or watch his friends die and finish the job that he's. I mean, he set out to do this thing. And he's got an option on doing that thing while watching his friends die or going to Jacksonville with his friends. <laughs> and like, <laughs> that's one of those moments of clarity when you're watching a movie and you're like, wait a minute, this is that part in every movie where like, they make the alien turn on his race or like, you know, like, they they do some bullshit to save humanity. Like, uh, there was this cool article about, like, this black vampire movie or whatever. Where, like, the black chick, maybe teenager type character. It's a lady. She's a vampire and she's, like... She's given the option to save humanity with, like, some type of cure or something. But she turns around and saves the vampire race and makes it a better place for the people of her own race. Just flipped, uh, Ogun La Flambois, uh, number five, Petro. He's got a sword and a shield. He's got little people around him. He's dancing. I'm going to say he's dancing. I don't know if he's dancing. Anyway, that's more creation shit. She created a better place for her, for her race. Instead of doing the thing that normally happens on movies and TV shows. Where they're like, fuck it, I'll just save my friends. <laughs> or fuck it, I'll save humanity. Because that's what the bigger thing that like, as a bigger person would do. You fuck it. But like all of the occult shit and the highest knowledge would tell you like to not put so much worth on this shit unless you want to be reincarnated back into it. But then that is also the idea of being a professional reincarnator and having the agenda of legitimately being, oh, that's the other movie I watched. Where they had the same decision. Instead of Jacksonville, it was this movie called The Blade of the Invincible. Blade of the Invincible. I don't think it was a Japanese uh, movie. Jap Japan had samurai, right? Yeah, I think. They were in Ed Edo. I'm guessing Edo, Japan. <laughs> It would suck if they were like Chinese and it was just like, just ruining their culture. Chinese samurai? That doesn't sound right. Japanese samurai? That sounds about right. But like, what did the Chinese have if they didn't have samurai? Because Japan had the ninjas too. Japan had ninjas and samurai? Come on, was it Edo China? That sounds a little bit right, but I don't know. I wish I could tell by like remembering what the characters look like but I cannot 
her remembering what the terrain looked like, but I don't know what China looks like. And it was set long, set a long time ago, where they still had. Uh, it seemed like it was like the beginning of when guns were around, because at one point they were like, "Oh shit, I smell gunpowder," and then like some people had rifles. And I was like, "Oh shit." But most of the movie they fought with swords. And there was the Blade of the Invincible. And this guy was living forever. Um, but it, the thing is, he didn't want to live forever because... Um, but when he was made immortal, it was like his weakest moment. <laughs> Where his sister had just died and he just cut down a group of like a hundred men. He had lost an arm, lost his eye. And like this random lady comes by and she's like, here, here's some blood worms. They'll keep you alive. And he's like, fuck, kill me. <laughs> and she's like, here, here's eternal life. So like he's this really depressed dude who can live forever. And like, <laughs> he, I don't know why I'm telling the whole story. Main point being, at one point he's a bodyguard for this little girl who's trying to get revenge but doesn't know she really wants revenge, but really kind of wants revenge. So he's being this bodyguard for this indecisive girl, which, which pretty much means he's just protecting her while she runs headfirst into danger most of the time. So it's this really cool movie, and he's being like a savior and a protector, but at the same time, he's kind of hoping somebody can kill him. And then he finds like a guy with poison that can poison his blood worms, makes him weak and his wounds open. And he's like, oh shit, is this death? And then the girl's like, hey, nigga, I'm not finished, bitch. And he's like, oh shit, yeah, you're right. I should finish this. And then at one point, after he got poisoned a little bit, he didn't get poisoned completely. But he's like, he's on the ground. He's trying to get to the girl. Because he's like, oh shit, she ran headfirst into danger again. I gotta go save her. But like, he meets these people and they're killing him. And he's dying. And then the old person, the old lady who gave him a more... The lady who gave him immortality, 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 immortality. Immortality? Immortality? Immortality. That's a weird word. <laughs> the lady who made him immortal uh, shows up and she's like what are you fighting about like why are you struggling so hard I thought you wanted to die like you, to get what you want all you have to do is nothing <laughs> and like it'll happen you'll get what you want but then he's like no not until I save this girl she's gotta die before me which, I mean, like, could have gone in a weird direction where he's like, I just kill her. But it did go that way. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that that's what happened in this cool movie. But yeah, the same thing where he's like, I decide to stand by humanity's side and be immortal. Even though everyone I help will eventually die, and I'll still be here. And they'll be dead and not know how to be immortal. <laughs> I 
And there was like this cool cutscene thing where they're like, yeah, you can stand by the side of all the people like me who are weak and can't stand up for themselves and need bodyguards. You can stand by our side and defend us until the end of time. But it's like, really? Hey. <laughs> Just doing a bunch of underdog fighting while you're immortal. I mean, it's valid, but it made me think about my life, and I was like, holy shit. Like, what am I doing? Like, am I really signing up to save humanity, or am I signing up to learn truth? You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I in this classroom for? Did I, did I put on a cape, or did I put on a fucking, like, thinking cap? Is my agenda now to save humanity or is my agenda to learn some shit before I die? And that is the question for champions and immortals. And reincarnation's the model. I just want me a model. Reincarnation's the model. Professional reincarnators, that's the that's their question. You know, like am I here if I'm gonna be a professional reincarnator and just live forever on this earth plane, like I mean raising up humanity is gonna speed some shit up, but like to be the last person not the last person, but like to to literally experience everyone or every amount of time maybe you don't have to ex- you don't have to be everybody but like you have to be there for everybody like at least occupy one body at every time that exists you know like you're the first human you already know that you're a professional reincarnator. We are the one that's split into many. We know this. But to stay <laughs> after after the one person dies and then they, there's a bunch of more people, like all the time that pass, you are in the body of somebody. You know, you're among the people for every moment of time. Just among the people. Do what I mean, whatever. You know, you could be a teacher among the people. Or you can be a war leader among the people. Or you can be... What is it? A nurse or a doctor among the people. Or you could be a shaman among the people. But like... uh, I feel like... Like even starting from like... This life whatever this life is for you, even starting from this life, to be a professional reincarnator into the end of time would be like a lot, you know? Like, even, I mean, we're fucking progressing real fast. We're, or we pretend to, we're creating AI bots and shit. We're pretending to progress. I mean, like, not a lot of people are very progressed or have, like, progressive agendas. I mean, there's there's only like, okay, 
I used to give numbers on like how many people I found with like high vibration. But I don't know anymore. I mean, some people it seems like they just hide their knowledge. Some people they can't be transparent. And then there's like five to six people who are like, nah, this is it. And like doing some shit. But like, I don't know, maybe there's more. There's more of me everywhere. More of me? More of me than me can handle. It's almost 30 minutes. Um, we're talking about agendas. My agenda should be to learn and not to... I mean, I feel like... You know, like, use this truth for anyway if it's not to to raise everybody up you know like what do you what do you use truth for just to to nitpick magic and shit i guess but like what does that do like just like <laughs> just like make me my own protection you just like make a shell for myself i mean like oh i believe in truth now and also believe in black magic so like bam i got the polarities together bitch uh, you can't stop me now niggers can't stop me now and then like what like a what what i mean the only thing is to become like a super predator or like a, a fucking some type of pillar of truth you build some type of pillar of truth that people have to raise the bar and like raise the bar or to crush them like that's the super predator angle mentioned in God Emperor Dune and like that's not cool so like you're either raising these motherfuckers up or you're holding them down so they'll raise the fuck up but like that's just a weird agenda Like, whoa, what's a good agenda? A good, what's a good agenda? You know, if everything's yourself and you're just out here just just learning some shit. I mean, making some shit that doesn't exist. Maybe that's a good agenda. Making some shit that is yet to be on earth. Exploring the other realms while you're alive. That sounds pretty cool. I guess. Yeah, that's really cool, actually. To be an explorer. It's fucking tight. Okay, that's a cool agenda. I mean, like, it's... So, apparently, it's not like I can't think of cool agendas. It's just that I've been clouded by the path of truth that I'm on, where I think things are, like, one or the other. There's more shit to do. I guess the main thing is being like when you get into like the higher vibrations and you look around and you're like, holy shit, there's not many people here. It's not the lonely at the top thing, it's more of the shouldn't more people be here <laughs> type thing. Whereas, like, I mean, shouldn't you be here already? Shouldn't you be 
here? At least here? I mean, I don't even completely know the construction process of truth yet. But I'm still here. Shouldn't you be here? And then there's the the, uh, the accuser who tells you, like, you don't know everything yet. And like, what if I'm just listening to that thing? And I'm like, you don't know everything yet. But then it's like, well, yeah, but I, I do want to learn everything. But like, why? So I can make another one of these? Another abomination? Make a cooler abomination? <laughs> One that is sterile, make a sterile abomination, where I could just like, what was that movie? There was a movie where, uh, was it End Time, or something like that, where, no, it's called Other Life. Other Life is the movie where they created this thing, you can simulate a whole realm of time within a few minutes with like this neurotransmitter type thing they drop it in their eyes and then it takes them on a trip for like two minutes but the two minutes is like a whole day or like the two minutes is a whole hour at first but then they start doing the the thing where they're like the industrial you know not the industrial the military wants to to use this to put people in prison to reform them. Oh, I forgot. I forgot the breakthrough, breakthrough part of that. There was some really cool shit where, like, the girl broke through a prison. They were like, okay, we're gonna put you in prison for a hundred days, and, like, it'll take five minutes. You know, so five minutes passes and like you've been in prison for a hundred days but like for her like the thing <laughs> like day 100 came and then it went back to one and she was like fuck this shit <laughs> and she broke the fuck out of prison oh that was so cool that was like a really cool moment where like she was in like this whole world she pretty much made it a lucid dream but like I don't think that was the point of it, but that was the point. That's another thing I'm doing. Working on my dreams. Working on my dreams, baby. Working on my dreams. Well What am I even talking about? Agendas. Fucking agendas thing is when you die like you don't you don't want to you don't want to be attached to anything be like oh shit i didn't do this but like to keep that in mind while you're learning the truth of everything and like you're trying to comprehend how things literally work but like to i feel like walking down this path is like it's hard you know like what if what if like, if I were to die before I learned the complete truth, it wouldn't matter. And I know it wouldn't matter, but, like, 
would I think it would matter? You know, that's the scary part. Where it's like, oh shit. Now that I know that truth is out there, when I die, will I be like, you know, I wasn't really finished learning. Uh, can you send me back, please? I just want to learn this one thing. And I uh, feel like if I learn this one thing, then I could do this other thing. Like, what is even the other thing that I'm trying to do? So maybe it won't. Maybe I won't be like, I want to go back to learn that one thing. Maybe I will see the pointlessness in it. And, well, I don't know. Because that thing, there's another truth there. With, like, the triangle thing and the, the triangle thing. I'm just pointing to a memory saying, that's the triangle thing. Do you remember my memory? The triangle thing? With, like, the mind, body, and soul. And the soul being the one thing. And, like, the one thing doesn't move. It's stationary. So, like, if you go to the soul, then you're just fucking done. But, like, the mind, soul, body, mind. Can I say mind? Spirit, body, soul is better. So, if you're in the spirit shit, you can still move. But it's not the end. And that comes to an end at one point. Because it goes back to the stationary. Or you can go back to the body. Which is reincarnation. Being a professional reincarnator. So it's like either you learn nothing. Either you know everything and are everything. Which is uncomprehensible. Sort of. I mean. Sort of uncomprehensible. I mean we're comprehending it right now. You know everything and you are everything. That's the comprehension. So like either you do that. Or you just. Go back and forth from. Fucking the spirit to body. <laughs> spirit to body. Spirit to body. Until everybody is just one thing again. But I mean there's infinite universes and parallel things and shit. But like that's all coming into play in the physical bodies. The parallel universes and fucking... Ugh, time travel is coming into play. I guess that's the game. To be... A witness to the crazy quantum realm that we're about to go to everybody says we're about to go to like another dimension we're about to go to we're going to we're about to go we're going it's a trip but literally it's a trip I don't think we're going anywhere we're just understanding shit we're gonna fucking be here you're gonna be here understanding some shit on a trip. So in learning truth, I guess. Oh, why? Why? What am I doing? It just seemed like a good direction to go in. To learn this shit. Because it's out there. And it's a black dude. I mean, but, like, his agenda is more than just raising up people. He's, like, going after, like, the hardest cases. He's, <laughs> he picked the, the most difficult cases. Which is funny. Because, like, the, I don't know. I think my stand-up knows, though.
a stand-up nose, no pounds. Uh, I was trying to think of what jokes I was on back then. Oof. 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 Well, I also want to mention a few other things. Uh, watched Blade Runner recently. Fucking robots and humans. Uh, blah, what makes a robot? What makes a human? Robot babies. These robots can be Blade Runner. And I watched <laughs> Future Man. Future Man is fucking cool. It's a fun show. I enjoy how many black people are in the show. Even if they're like, you know, side characters or whatnot. They make a lot of cool race jokes. I enjoy the time travel bits. I'm only in like episode six and it looks like a lot of episodes. It's a fun show. It's got a lot of gore. It's got a lot of humor. Family values. Video game humor. It's really funny when they when they're fighting and like they they say shit out loud. <laughs> Table block. <laughs> Knee to the chest. I don't know, it's it's pretty fucking funny. But I'm liking the intricacies that they're going through to weave this story of time travel because we are gonna pretty soon get used to time travel. And the biometric people, just like the people are immune to all diseases. Like, that's a pretty cool concept, too, because we're pushing that area. I don't think we're getting to it, but we're pushing it. What else is there? I mentioned Ash versus Evil Dead. Happy's pretty cool. I'm watching that one. I mean, it's not very occulty, other than the fact that he gave up on life, and he's like slightly crazy, but listening to his intuition, imaginary friend thing, and like that's pretty cool, just being like slightly immortal, because he's the fool. Ash has got that same thing going on, slightly immortal, because he's the fool. Shoot first, think later. <laughs> I don't know, he says shoot first, think never. <laughs> yeah, and like, uh, what else? If it's like, uh, um, I saw movies, I saw television shows, the future is near. That was a big spike. A blow nose spike. It's pretty huge.
Man, there's also the thing with truth and shit is like it's it's not I'm just gonna use a word and we just say it just feels dangerous you know like believing in truth you become more touchable you become you become more of a target you know what I'm saying if you're in the realm of truth then it's like oh shit you're physical again baby I can touch you I can touch you it's like am I supposed to care about this thing now that I know that there's a truth out there but like the truth is not the, not the, the same truth that everybody else believes in which is also weird that's more of a tangent that's better talk about on podcasts it's better talk than like being afraid of the being afraid of the government or like cops like that shit's pretty stupid (laughs) but like the idea that going from truth to no truth or going from no truth to truth it seems like not it seems like I wasn't followed here That's another thing I've mentioned before. Not having a fan base, it's hard to reference events like like you know about them. Uh, like who's even you? Because there's no fan base. So like that's one of the, the big issues. It's like yeah, I'm believing in truth again, but it doesn't mean that I've gone like backwards or forwards or sideways or to a, um, another universe alternate universe it's all progression man there's only progression bro could do nothing wrong I can't get lost bro <laughs> it's in one of my songs man it's the name of one of my songs, and I am one of my songs. There was this thing I almost. What was like. What happened just there was I was about to say there was this thing, but that's irrelevant. It's just like a small tangent more relevant the story at hand I was not followed here feels weird going on the journey alone it's like I used to have an inner circle that I thought was like following or at least understanding the path but the inner circle has seemed to collapse uh or is turned back is better and now like there's judgment where there used to be non-judgment and just like not even all I want to say all but it's more like flattering than true there was more non-judgment and just like there was space to be self but now it's like everything Everything I do 
feels like it's got this extra layer of judgment an extra layer of of ketchup with it because I wasn't followed I throw out this extra layer of ketchup where I'm like you guys are really close to understanding me as a person understanding me in the occult as people and entities and everything and everything is one you're really close and then like and then like something happened and because that happened because there's like a little inner circle now little inner circle <laughs> there's a little inner circle little inner little inner circle little inner circle little inner circle 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 and there's a less of the trust uh, because of that and also because I feel like I feels like it's feels like I'm accountable for more now which is like more of accountable for present moment not unaccountable for past moments which is the dumbest shit ever like if you're gonna be mad at me like do your research and like fucking fucking be mad for legitimate reasons not because you think I'm acting strange or you know like something I say legitimately that day like you know how much horrible shit I've said like god damn just like start a catalog you know become a fan and then you can be mad <laughs> my book's titled your dirty nigger soul I've done less comedy in this past two, three months than ever, you know, since I've started comedy. I've been extremely consistent, like, every fucking day. Five sets a week at the lowest. Just, just letting them out. <laughs> Five sets a week at, like, the lowest. Now it's, like, two days. Although those two days do have, like, two different shows. Usually it's like three sets, or used to be three sets a week. Now it's like four sets a week. But used, you know, you know what I'm saying used to be as in like two weeks ago. For like a month, I was doing three sets a week. This the month that passed was just was called November. <laughs> I was like the months have names and shit. Names make things easier, doesn't it? November I was doing like three sets a week. Like, I'm usually doing five sets. Like, ever since I started stand-up, five was, like, the lowest. The lowest. Unless it was, like, some weird holiday and they didn't have comedy. But now, I'm up to, like, four sets. Only because there's multiple nights in New Orleans where we have more than one open mic in a night. So I'm going out two nights. Tuesday and Sunday. Sunday there's two mics. Tuesday there's two mics. 
There's actually more than two on Tuesday, which is weird. There's like three or four. <laughs> but I'm only going to do two, you know? I'm obliged to be at one, and then the other one I just love to be there for reasons that I am not comfortable disclosing, even though I could totally disclose them because I don't have any fans, and it would not come back to bite me in the ass until in the future when all possibilities are taken from me because I've waited too long to achieve them. Anyway. The idea that I'm not doing, I'm not in the public eye anymore. And the public eye to me is just the fucking stand-up community. When I do go out, it's weird. It's weird. Like, I used to be there almost, you know, like every day. You see the same people every day. And no matter what I'm saying on Facebook, Twitter, or this podcast... I'd be in their face every day. But now it's like different. I'm not in the faces anymore. Uh, connected to Facebook is like the easiest access. And Facebook is. You can't like. I'm just going to go through it in the simple breakup form of it. And then try to wrap it whole. Facebook is not me. Twitter is not me. You know, in person is not me. This podcast, not me, who I am. You know, (laughs) my stomach is not me. All of them together. All of them together are one working, one working body. Their organs, the organs in my body, my outward body. like people are only seeing like one or two organs Facebook being like one of the dumbest the dumbest of them <laughs> I don't really say words on Facebook all that often I just do a bunch of pre-posts memes and videos and shit Twitter is like it's a lot more of the mind but it's not often that I'm on Twitter So it's like, I don't know, I feel like they're, they, they, the separation that is arisen has led to both me and other people not knowing exactly how to treat each other. I have bits about how I'm not good at saying hello to people, but when you're not doing stand-up every day, saying that same bit over and over, it becomes rude when you're bad at saying hello to people. And that's like the greatest metaphor for my reason behind thinking this is reality instead of just something in my head. (laughs) you know I'll go and sit at a comedy show that I don't usually go to anymore and feel weird as fuck 
I'll see with friends that used to be inner circle with me journey affording space to be self and be like oh we got a weird thing going on now remember that weird backstory that you might not be thinking of but somebody is thinking of that weird backstory remember that secret we have it's only between us it's like god damn it god damn it what fucking backstory secret shit it's hard to do all this catch up shit you know what I'm saying just just banging out catch ups <laughs> and with all of this being said agendas A good agenda, I mentioned on the podcast once, after the end of a preacher's, this, whatever season it was, probably the second season, the end of the second season, where Tulip is in mortal danger, or actually dead, spoiler alert, I'm like, I want to run around with a zombie and a vampire. I think a very good agenda would be friends or a partner. But like that's been my agenda ever since forever, man. Like that's an agenda already. on my phone right now just being rude you know what I'm saying just making these silent spots longer you know we're almost at an hour and I should stop talking about myself and play some comedy but what if the comedy lasts an hour too let's just do a two and a half hour show I'm not running away from tweets this time because I did not look ahead I feel like I skipped over some tweets. I feel like I skipped over a month or so, but like, I can't really make that judgment call because it's been so long since I've done the podcast. So where, like, I don't know on the podcast if I did or didn't read those tweets. And it'd be hard to discover which podcast had those tweets on it specifically. And I mean, I've done a podcast where I've reread tweets that I've read before. That's not like professional or whatever. Plus, I'm almost to the end of my archive. Once I get to the end of the archive, I'll have to download another archive. But, because <laughs> Twitter's not going to scroll back that far. But after I download that archive, I'll be really close to doing real time. Tweeted me that I'm still not all that close to doing real time jokes stand-up shit there's still a shitload of recordings
Oh. Maybe the resolve is getting those friends back on board. But like... Not how would I do that? Why would I do that? Or do I need to do that? Because the weird thing is like I've always been on board. I'm on board for more people than know that I'm on board. You know, like these people don't know that I'm on board, but I'm on board. You know what I'm saying? Even though like I legitimately do not believe like at all. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't think it's possible in the least bit that people who are associated with me can become famous. Like, it doesn't seem like a reality that would be attainable. Like, why? Why would... Do you see what I do? Do you know what what it is I study? And that's that's another thing that drives the the wedge. Where it's like this this struggle to be famous. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> Just, like, struggle to get paid. To, like, to do what you love. That is not what being famous is. Being famous is being endorsed by major companies in the media. That's what being famous is. I mean, like, YouTube fame is not fame. It just isn't. YouTube fame is not fame. That's just fucking doing what they love and they're getting paid for it. And that's not bad. That's not bad. It's not like the media is like, oh, in today's news, YouTube, <laughs> YouTube guy, 36, <laughs> got a girlfriend. You know, they don't give a fuck about YouTube guy 36, but YouTube guy 36 is in millions. You know, he's making, he's making some money. You know what I'm saying? He's doing what he loves. He's, he's fucking doing hauls. He just unloads a haul and then he shows it to people. And he's making money, you know what I'm saying? And people love him, people know him. But he's not famous, he's not a star. That level of fame, not fame, that level of success is achievable these days. So what the fuck is up with these people who want to be famous? I don't get it. <laughs> and then like with me and your group? Me and your group who said it like years ago, years. I've been doing comedy for four years. As soon as I started this journey, I was like, wait a minute, guys. I'm just stumbling onto some shit. And I don't think... I don't think Hollywood's the best thing. MK Ultra, Social Engineering, the group think. Uh, these movies are all making fun of me. Um, like, the, the main character, he's kind of like very occulty. The main villain is like very occulty, but then he's an asshole at the same time, and he's a little bit misguided. And like they make all the occulty shit very like physical, and they draw it out, and like they make us look bad. Like it's talking about us as a people. It's a people. They're making fun of us as a people. And all of these people who are famous, it seems like they have weird agendas to also make the occulty shit look more outward than inward. And like, that's not cool, bro. That's not cool. But like, we should get famous though. 
No, but we should get famous. And then you can tell this to the famous people. Fuck the famous people. I think they know. That's how they can all do the same thing. That's how none of the famous people are working towards the good of the like humanity. You know, like, I don't know. It's not like I'm working towards the good of humanity either, but like I'm not working towards the detriment. Especially with putting truth out on the airwaves. I mean, like, come on. I'm not clouding anybody's minds. Although it probably feels like that to the clouded. To the clouded minded. <laughs> the clouded minds be threatened by the unclouded skies. But it's like, come on, people. Like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that fame. Get that fame, baby. Get that fame, get that fame, baby. Get that fame, get that fame, baby. To get that fame, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die trying. Get that fame, or die trying. Get that fame. It's like, ugh. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason I've been trying to find truth, so I could connect with them from the other side. You know, from the outward physical side, these they seem so set on fucking displaying. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but it definitely feels like nobody's on board. And I'm on board of everybody. Because I am everybody. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like it gets weird. It gets weird. No one cares what I do. Well, I care what everyone does. What type of world is that? That's not the type of world that I want a part in. I want a fucking zombie and a fucking vampire as a friend. But at the same time, there are people in my corner who aren't legitimately in my corner, but they are in the corner. They're on board a little bit. I mean, like, not on board enough to see the whole picture, but I mean, uh, I mean, like, who else, who do I see the whole picture of other than these occult teachers? Because they're on fucking high levels that deserve for the whole picture to be seen. You know, like, if you look at the whole picture of somebody who's not at a high vibration, you're going to see some ugly shit. Some ugly shit that has no meaning behind it. No uh, causality to it. You're going to see other beings causing shit. And that's not cool. It's not pretty to see people tied down by other beings. Being controlled. Just like you have the whole picture, right? Do you want me to see your whole picture? Or would you like to look at my whole picture as an example of causality? Causality, causality. Like, I'm not even looking at my whole picture, honestly. Or am I? Well, my whole picture encompasses everything. So, like, that's hard. 
hard uh, aspect to go through. My arrow picture could encompass everything too. That's the weird thing about no end truth. I guess once you encompass everything, then you learn the ins and outs. I mean, you're already a professional reincarnator by the time you learn truth and you learn how to assign that aspect of yourself that will be here for every moment of time. You can assign that aspect of yourself. Holy shit. Did we just become quantum niggers together? I think we did. <laughs> That's all I wanted, man. There's another quantum nigger to fuck with. You know, I caused this moment. Well, I caused this moment. Well, back in the parallel universes where we're all underwater, but it's the same thing. Uh, I caused this moment. Well, well, back in the parallel universes where air is the ground, I caused the... <laughs> you know, and just like, go, go quantum nigger. In quantum and beyond. And I mean, there are people who are at these stages, of course. Of course there are. The gist of it seems to be much like my bit about becoming a Time Lord and well it doesn't even start like that. My bit, well I guess that is the bit though. Becoming a Time Lord in order to get a girlfriend. Like according to that bit, I'm also going to have to write a manifesto in order to make friends. It ain't that sad. When you already got friends, but you gotta write a manifesto to make friends who understand you. <laughs> oh. Not even that hard to understand. You just ask questions. Ask questions. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you understand. that sound like crying? Alright, so today today we're gonna play um, from 86 to 94 nope, no, nope we're gonna play 86 to 96 this is going to take a long time. Let's see, 10, 14, 27, 32, 35, 39. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> this is, okay, all of that would be like more, oh, I got an hour of comedy again. This is too much comedy.
bondage video. Stop, pause, pause. You know? Like, this one time I was watching gay porn and like, I didn't want to see the end. But like, uh, I just like, what happens is like, Satan comes out and he's like, you're watching gay porn. You're going to hell. And you like, cut your hands off so you can't pause it. Know, and then like your parents come in they just see like <laughs> your hands covered and come on the keyboard and like gay porn on your, in your laptop oh no you went to hell I know right it did go a whole nother way Somebody's not looking at me, I kill myself. <laughs> and I'm still here. <laughs> I love that shit. You ever be depressed, guys? You ever be depressed? Like on your couch for like a week at a time. And like you like put that intention in your couch. And like you're sitting there, you're watching TV, you're binge watching. And like your cat steps over your gun and starts to eat you. And you're like, God damn it, I'm not dead yet, Fluffy. Wait your turn. <laughs> I love that joke too. Depression's cool. I want to do this one joke. I'm just gonna go into it. I'm sorry, Dante, for running the light preemptively. Okay, cool. Depression is something like it's big for me because I was depressed a few years ago and like I cured myself of depression. You ever do that? I like to alienate my audience by doing things that are like real specific to me only. You guys ever cure yourself with depression? Am I right? Depression's cool though. It's like being a magician's assistant. It's like being the assistant to a magician. And like, it's not only that he's the main attraction and you're just a sidekick, but it's the fact that he wants to practice all the fucking time. You know? He wants to practice, and when he practices, he's gotta actually do the bits. You know? He's gotta do it. So as a as an assistant, you're just in these boxes, and he's like practicing off to the side. You know, he'll put you in a box, and it's made of two-way mirrors, and you're just looking at yourself, and he's dancing off to the left stage, being an asshole. He's real asshole, this magician, you know. And you're just in that box, looking at yourself, like, when did I get all these wrinkles? Why am I getting so old? How do I stop aging? Oh wait, I know how to stop aging, and then the magician comes back, and you gotta smile again, you know? The show must go on. show must go on. Then it takes you out of that box, puts you in another box, and this box is filled with water. Right? And you're just in that box, floating, thinking to yourself, while the magician's dancing off to the right stage, being an asshole. You know, you're thinking to yourself, oh, isn't this all life is? Just a box? Where I'm drowning in my own tears. How do I stop the tears? Oh wait, I don't know how to stop the tears. Maybe I'm gonna just inhale some. Oh, the magician's back. It's time to smile again. Show must go on, you know? Then it'll take you out of that box and it'll put you on a bed of nails. And then it'll dance off to the center stage like an asshole, the evil magician. You're just lying on a bed of nails while he's dancing or whatever. And you're just like, and all these nails, don't they just like represent just 
like problems in my life and maybe if I just get rid of some I'll just slip on to the rest and oh the magician's back it's time to smile again show must go the magician's fucking evil guys he's an evil magician he's like evil Knievel the magician you know evil Knievel and maybe you're thinking evil Knievel was not a magician but you don't know his family you don't know the Knievels I used to have like a really cool joke about like porn and the endings of porn. I forgot how it went though. I think it was more of like a description was the was what was it was what was what what I was doing was what what I was doing I give like a description it's like you got I remember is the description of bondage porn. It's like you got bondage porn, girls like tied up, she's on a stool, much like this one. You know, and you're into it, you into it, you do your thing, you come and you turn it off. Yeah, like gay porn. Okay, so what was the beginning? Maybe it was just not wanting to see the end of the porn.
Oh, I didn't call it regular porn. <laughs> Maybe anal? That's... No, no, because that's in the gay one. Lesbian porn? I could add it and say incest porn. Gotcha, incest porn. Yeah, like a stepfather. He comes into the stepdaughter's room and they get into it and you're into it. You do your thing, you come, you turn it off. Then you got your bondage porn. It's like a lady tied up on a stool, you know, and you're into it. She's getting done or whatever. You're into it, you do your thing, you come, you turn it off. And you got like gay porn, and it's just a guy, and he puts his dick into like another guy's butt. Like you're into it, and you do your thing, you come, and then like Satan comes out, he chops your hands off. <laughs> that was how the joke goes, I think. Pretty sure.
It was underwhelming. Can't say can you met. How you guys doing? Ha 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 you guys. Like, some of them have to grad school, but 
Talking and shit. No respect. Let's see where we are with time. One thirty-six. March. We're not even on ninety yet. I wanted to get to like ninety-six. That is not happening. These sets don't feel like amazing sets. These sets feel like shit I've said a bunch of times before. I'm just and trying to work out this one bit. Say I 
somebody who died like 20 years ago, their best advice would probably be something like, you know, you change the speed limits, you have less Sounded like a Monday set. Number ninety. Same joke, guys. Yeah. 
doctors say in time of death. And I think that's their superpower. I feel like doctors can walk around the streets with giant clocks around their necks like Flavor Flav, just handing out street justice, you know? <laughs> Somebody's robbing the store, they'd be like, hey, bad guy, time of death. And I'd like, turn that huge clock around. 
like too much anymore. It's like after Katrina, they were like, nah, y'all niggas can't be out fast night. <laughs> Not in my Walmart. So I just go to Walgreens now. They don't have like too big of a selection. And like one day I was shopping for deodorant and I got real intimidated by the choices. Real intimidated. They were all, they all said extreme. They literally said extreme on the thing. recording 93 we're two hours in this podcast we're on 93 and there's 150 recordings on here three minutes nine minutes three minutes then 15 I apologize if these are just the same jokes 
and really just like I mean it's good for me because I'm getting rid of all these files and they're saved somewhere I mean each one is like a different audience some of them are pretty fucking horrible uh, but some of them are okay uh, some jokes I forgot about like the woke one that's like one I don't do a lot that was like a very that was in the moment moment watch it do it next time movement. 
remember being on stage and saying that. <laughs> I don't wear hats. Just floating around in a box, like, isn't this all life is? 
pushing through people we're pushing through it is hot as fuck in this closet you you that was a funny set actually i should comment on that being a really funny set i enjoyed it i did my bits about what are you what are we doing here what is the word what is the sound of putting these sounds together and make letters <laughs> oh man and that was the best the best part you ever think about the souls? We gotta create all our souls at the same time. How do we have exponentially more people now than we did in the past? Where do all these new souls come from? <laughs> How do you account for all these new people? No, I'm just kidding. Give it up for Byron Broussard! That was redemption.
Number 96. We're finally on the last one. This is 15 minutes from August 17th. Three hour podcast.
August 17th. There's still a bunch of August left. And then you go straight into September. There's not a lot of Novembers. There's quite a few December. Around 97, we got 153. We're closing the gap, baby. It's currently 11 o'clock at night. I feel like I shouldn't do the tweets, but I'm going to anyway. Cause fuck. Around 2.29, 2.30. If we do a three-hour podcast, maybe less than three hours. A nice 2.40, maybe. Maybe uh, 10 minutes of tweets. Fifteen-minute set was refreshing because I did different jokes than the ones that I've done the the other seven seven to eight times that we've recorded today I mean like there were like three good ones three recordings that I was like yes I am proud to put these on the internet and then there were like two recordings and that makes five six seven eight and there are the three that I'm not mentioning were bland the two that I was about to mention were like depressing to where like it was like did he flip his lid like why is he not using enough charisma to make these jokes land or while the jokes aren't landing like why does he continue to go through it So it's like a nice, nice spread of recordings there. We're gonna go to the tweets. We're gonna start in the last June, the last June tweets I have, and then we're gonna go to July. Oh Twitter, where art thou? In the internet temple on side of God's brow. At Paul Lou Joseph. Comedian Paul Joseph is on Twitter, peeps. That's at Paul O-U Joseph. Paul Lou is like... Paul Lou. So it's like Paul O Joseph. One L where there should be two. That's good old Paul Lou Joseph for ya. Go follow him and shit. He's in Young Funny. E. Let's see how many followers he has. <laughs> Doesn't exist. Oh, maybe he changed his Twitter handle. Well, if he changed his Twitter handle, it'll be nice to get out the real one. 
new handle is Yo Soy Paul Joseph. And he's got followers. 71 tweets. What's Paul tweeting about? What'd you tweet about, Paul? Boudin. Okay, that that was a tangent. Your soy Paul Joseph could follow that dude. I forgot these were tweets. These are supposed to be <laughs> edited. So I guess that's not where the tweets are starting. This is where the tweets are starting, which means all of that was like a time waster where we should not be wasting time I need to trim those numbers baby Twitter is trying to get me to follow 800 people and I'm not with it Twitter fall back bro I don't know what uh who to we to tweet anymore anymore sometimes I want some food most def but I was gonna do that anyway I need to get off this computer Bobby Hemet talking about chaos child of melanin and it's so good that how do people not know if people saw me as a monster I think my comedy would be way funnier I've not felt comfortable in everlasting in a long time maybe like too long but not too long here in the Christ chakra all covered in flesh I haven't found my partner so I'll just digress voluntarily momentarily still haven't tried becoming God speaking of I know what God would fuck with it all fits in so perfectly and it's dumb enough to work yo babalu IA welcome to my mind's inner workings I'm going to make you a little quaint altar and I want you to do your thing for me yo babalu IA I'm sort of gung-ho in the spirit world so you better not start fucking with me i eat gods for fun make me sick and i'll destroy the goddamn astral world nigger anyway welcome aboard the godless ship that is earth let's have some fun nigger this nigger babalu ia said he already here that's why i fucks with him he can survive a godless wasteland i already have a nice doggo on my altar and i look like this nigger babalu ia be looking fucked up and rich at the same damn time the demiurge is a motherfucker but i'll hang with babalu ia you know what heal my goddamn mosquito bite Nigga, let's do some magic. Chop, chop, oh, hobbling ass nigga. Oh, crusty ass ball spot having unshaven babaloo eye. I bet your doggo steals your food. Stick with me, nigga. We'll take over this motherfucker. Hmm. Microbacteria, I bet you want that. Add blue raspberry. Me and babaloo eye about to do it big. I got suspended from Facebook for typing nigger. Nigger. Twitter would never let me down like that. Since when we couldn't type nigger freely? Is that a clause in the Black Lives Matter movement? Not even four weeks ago, I found that you couldn't post hashtag nigger on Facebook. Facebook. Now you can't even type normal nigger? Shame on Facebook. Government isn't looking to sneak around the pages of people who type nigger. They don't need those peep keywords to be searched. Gang, gun, supremacy, outlaw, anarchy, chaos, jihad, Allah. What about nigger? Nah, just make it so they can't type it. They're still trying to type nigger. What should we do, boss? Case them and find who they are? Nah, just get them off Facebook. It's too dangerous. Someone go type cunt on Facebook and see if they will post it. Nigger can't be the only word you get 
get suspended for. Nigger Babalu IA said he's already here and results are in quick. Suspended from Facebook and my mosquito bites isn't itchy. The path is set and I'm a tight, tight rope Paul Walker fast and furious chaos beam into God's stinky ass. Don't believe me, just watch. All gold chakra. Fuck the system. Babalu IA, I want to direct, but direction closes doors. Hashtag black magic excellence. Babalu IA been kicking back clouds in my area like a motherfucking pimp. Nigga give me an idea for money back to me. Black Magic Friday. My original idea was to have Black Magic Friday on the 13th of each month. $20 to get in, 5 if you use the password nigger at the door. I should change the password to Babalu IA instead of nigger. Same shit anyway. LOL. Slight was a good movie. I have problems with it, but a culty message saved it. Black kid using magic is always fun. Apparently it's called Slight instead of Slight. Nigga was using magic and selling drugs when the movie started. My problem is they sold it like a superhero movie. It was a drug movie, much like Dope was a drug movie. Imagine waiting to see a superhero movie and watching Dope. Hashtag Slight. Slight saved the day by making the nigga's magic slightly mechanically possible, along with Slight of Hand shit. Hashtag Slight. I loved how they didn't mention the difference between real and fake magic. Hashtag Slight. I love when he went back to his old white teacher to upgrade his magic technology. Hashtag Slight. This movie left me feeling like the main dude was just a real ass nigga who knew magic. Problems arose and he kicked ass. Hashtag Slight. I feel like if they wanted me to walk away thinking this nigga was lame for using robots and magnets, but that shit was magic as fuck. I gotta watch The Mummy at some point maybe. I like the idea of immortal Tom Cruise running around the world with the primordial like Lestat. I was wondering if a phrase was an actual phrase and I googled part of it and I got the other half but also a bunch of other answers. Turns out it's a quote from Sun Tzu. Oh nigga thank you Babalu IA hashtag audiobooks. Today we shall share some of my memories of last year on Facebook here on Twitter because the word nigger has me blocked and shit. Sending your energy to nothing you are. Direct the energy towards your soul you should. When they kill you it makes you stronger in your other bodies. War has only and always been on perception. Watch me usurp a casualty nigga. Your protests make you look weak. Change is the only truth yet you stay the same. Killing myself laughing. Join ISIS niggers. The walking dead. How to kill a walker. How to steer the herd. How to out the living dead. How to keep the dead dead. Hashtag magic is manipulation. That's it for today's version of last year today. A little bit of zombie philosophy in the last one. Niggers are dead chaos beings. The ones that know are the living dead chaos beings. Nigger means winner. I'm supposed to be reading my book. It turns out it's very coherent to myself. I wonder what the dead will think. Or the alive. The goddamn dead sea scrolls go hard as fuck on the demiurge and explains the zombie philosophy to a T. It would be scary but I'm a zombie. I hate how the world and reality can make so much sense to zombies while our dead suffer in the trenches, ask Legion about his friends. The dead react to me like I'm a nigger asking for change then pulling off in a convertible. Let's dig into the relationship. I think the dead treat me as they treat spirituality in general, outside of themselves. 
is the number one feeling I get. The next feeling I get from the dead is that I am above them. The next in that line is hate. They think spirituality hates them. And you know how I relate? Like a goddamn black hole. The less you know of me, the less likely you are to be consumed. Spirituality is heavy, and if you think it's outside, you're in a bad spot. The dead who have had sex with me, their spirituality is internal. Get it? Ha! Some of the dead vibe with me. Those are the ones searching, exploring, and asking questions of their spirituality, becoming zombies. My relationship to other zombies, I feel that corresponds to my relationship with the demiurge. My relationship to the dead is how I treat myself. I don't know if my relationship to other things correctly corresponds with what I said it did. I am a zombie, nothing I say is true. I sometimes want to pretend to be a monk. I've got the answers to life in the universe, but people think I should also be good at small talk? Fuck is this shit? You don't want to talk to what my mind has degraded into. It's beyond morality and you still worship a man in the sky. If I am to make you envy and hate me, I would rather do it with silence. Silence in the documented public written word. Hmm, what a combination of paradox. I forgot about one of the most common occurrences in my relationship to the dead. They love to limit me, put me in boxes and say what I do. The dead love to limit their spirituality like they love to limit me. Zombies are chaos. That's limitless. The dead are limitless. The dead who are closest to me seem to limit me the most. As if when I say I'm doing different, I also said I stopped my previous doings. Was hoping the dead close to me would realize the construction of my limitless tower of knowledge and function. The dark tower, if you will. I'm thinking of something I learned how to do that I don't do anymore. The job of ritualistic cutting of flesh has been outsourced to my lovely dog Max. I don't cut myself anymore, lol. Depression has been outsourced to the feelings of my fellow dead that I usurp. Even that hatred I held for myself is still present, but also outsourced. Perception is a motherfucker. Well, my nigger Babaluae is still being a god and shit. Still got altars, still a black hole zombie dead nigger, still usurping. The astral realm used to be where I held epic ass battles. That's been transmuted into having sex with gods, which is the same and more fun. Still goddamn reading, still goddamn learning, still goddamn chaos. You heard me, Babaluae? Get to work, nigger. I'm sitting on the shitter. I've been taking a shit for the past hour and a half. This is spiritual. Shit in my toilet prosperity. Haven't even mentioned the music magic shit I've put out for free for you niggas. You can come forth by day from my mixtape, nigga. I need attention. Babaluaye needs praise. Maybe I should go pray to him instead of bothering Twitter. Or is it the same? Fucking with gods is throwing me off rhythm. Job well done. I hate keeping secrets because there are no more good secrets. Everything is on YouTube right now. I've today got to figure out a way to start doing my podcast again. Maybe a simple voice record program will do. Guess who's downloading Audacity? I'm gonna do a podcast again soon, baby. Those were the July tweets. I spent way too much time on these tweets. Way too much time on these tweets. But guess what? Guess what this episode was called? Oh wait, we can't go for that yet. We gotta do spiritual warfare and then we gotta get the fuck out of here it's gonna be under three hours <laughs> I mean it's still gonna be like 250 but it's gonna be under three hours I gotta edit the tweets I don't think I have very many spaces in between them so it's like it's not gonna cut out all that much time anyway 
New Orleans Voodoo Tarot deck. We're doing Spiritual Warfare, also known as Tarot Card Battle. Get yourself a Tarot deck. It doesn't have to be the same one, but if it is the same one, that'd be pretty cool if we flip the same card. That'd be interesting. <laughs> okay, this is the point of the game. <coughs> point of the game is to win your opponent's soul. You do that by believing you win. Because when it's all said and done, everybody gets everything they really want. And if you really want to win, you'll get that. You'll get that win. Baby, that's how magic works. It's based on perception, the perception war. Also, the tweets I explained my problem. I explained my problem that I, I talked about in the beginning, in the opening hour. I talked about my friends and my relationship to my friends. This is my relationship to the dead. I'm losing contact with the dead. That's what's going on right now. I need to get closer to the dead and stop being such a zombie. And I'll solve my problems. Also, I need to fuck with Babalua more because I've been neglecting him. And I've got like the sniffles and shit. Maybe I need to give him some shit on his altar because I called him here. I called him here with such ferocity just to forget him. Like what type of type of sorcerer, demon, slayer, necronomicon wielding nigger does that shit. You know, like, you know, take care of your kids. Take care of your kids. Take care. Okay, we're doing spiritual warfare. It's a real card battle. If you think your card wins, then it wins. If it's a higher number, if it's a cooler picture, if it's some cool plan you devise that beats my plan. And also you have both cards in your view. I only have my card. You have my card and your card to work with. So, I mean, the cards are stacked in your favor in case you're scared of spiritual warfare. <laughs> and that's how it works with spirituality also. Because everything is inside of you. So if anything's outside of you, you have all the cards. You have that, whatever's outside, and you have whatever's inside. They don't have whatever's inside of you. You have that. So everything is in your favor. Unless you think it's not. And this is the point. And this is what we're learning. And you can win some soul from a nigga. Soul from a real soul brother. <laughs> Alright, we're doing the first card. Flip. I got... Ayizan, number three. It's got a bunch of skeletons cooking and shit and cleaning. And like one real person kneeling with food. And then another real person with like their face covered in hay. So I'm going to use this to make, every, make you think that everyone around you is, is dead as a zombie. And you're not a zombie, and the only way you can become a zombie is you give me a soul. You can join your friends. I can join my friends if I give myself my soul and become a zombie. <laughs> okay, we're gonna shuffle. We're gonna win the shuffle spiritual warfare to road card battle. Battle, battle. We uh, flip. I get Coriolo Montigrar. This is uh, number 15. It's got a little devil guy on the roof of a cottage, and it's got a bird upside down. Looks like falling to the ground. 
use that giant bird to scare you. He's the devil guy and the bird to be like, ah, it'll take off with your soul or something. I don't know. Curry of Mardi Gras is actually pretty. I think it's the death card, actually, number 15. So, you know, if you don't know what happens when you die, then I'll just come in there and scoop your soul up. As you learn. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, oh, nah, this is Dural Card Battle. You know, protect your soul, bro. Or win mine before I can do it. This is, this is the game, man. I just picked a good card. You know, this is, I just I just got the cards. Got the fire cards. It's the road deck. We're shuffling. We're gonna do one last flips. Uh, shuffling steel. All right, flip. We get Simbi La Fuembo. It's a Petro. It's creation. It's number eight. It's a lady holding a huge snake creature. She looks like she's riding them. With this, I'll create. I'll create a path that looks like safe passage through hell, but really, it's just directly into my grasp with your soul. That's actually a very smart one. I've never come up with that plan before. I'm pretty proud of myself. This has been You Tweeted, You Meaned It, episode 63, TikTok. 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 Wasting time. Oh, this is three hours. This is ridiculous. TikTok. TikTok. That's what I wanted to say before spiritual warfare. Also, I'm going to listen to this podcast again. I just want to document this. I'm going to listen to my tweets and I'm going to take it to heart. Because in my tweets, I did say nigger a lot. I said it a lot, but I mean it also had so much good information in there and like relative to my situation also it was the first time I downloaded audacity which is the program I'm on now so maybe the tweets aren't that far off that was the end of July tweets was after July August September October November and then December this is a lot of months but I don't think there was a lot of tweets in between there we're catching up we're slowly on the ketchup and I won't have to put as much ketchup out there because I told myself what to do yeah baby time travel for the win tick tock